Let me just tell you, health insurance is a mess. The setup of it is a mess. And dealing with this issue has shown me how horrible the setup is. And so like Damien was saying, we have our health insurance company, but we cannot talk to our health insurance company. On our health insurance card, it says call this number. The number is the middleman who sits between us and the health insurance company. And it has been such a hassle to try to get this bill taken care of. And the fact of the matter is we could easily pay this $200 bill. Yeah. But I'm like, why? It's the principle of it. Why should we pay for this bill that we don't owe? Like, you guys need to just get this off of our account. Let's make green together. Let's make green together. Let's make green together. Let's make green together. What's up, guys? Welcome to Black and Brown Make Green. I'm Natasha. And I'm Damien. And I have a question for you all. Do you know what your health insurance covers? And I think it's important to know the answer to this because we received a bill in the mail from our child's pediatrician and the bill was for over $200. And when I received it, you know, I could have easily taken that bill and paid it off. But when I saw that, I was like, I don't owe y'all this money. Mm -mm. I do not owe y'all this money because my son had gone to his, I think it was his 18 month appointment and it was a regular routine appointment had some shots that he had done when he was there, but all of these things was routine, preventative, and that is fully covered by my insurance. Right. Yet we received this bill saying we owe them. And so we have been going back and forth with the doctor's office, the health insurance, trying to get it figured out, trying to get it fixed because we don't owe them that money. For almost an entire year, mind you. Almost an entire year. Yeah. Because this doctor's appointment happened in February and as of today, which is what, October? No, we're in November. We're in November, yeah. <laughs> November. That's almost a full year of going back and forth about this issue. Yeah. So we wanted to talk a little bit about that today. Like, do you know what your health insurance covers? Why it's important to understand your health benefits? And it's open enrollment season right now. So how do you choose the best benefits package for you? Right. So starting off, like, why is it important for you to understand your health benefits? Personally, I think it's really important to understand your health benefits because you can either save a lot of money or lose a lot of money if you choose the wrong package. I mean, those those things are set up to help you, right? Like that's the intent. But if you don't pay attention or if you don't understand your personal situation and you choose the wrong one, you have some you actually have some decisions to make. And if you choose the wrong path, you know, you end up worse off. Yeah, I think it's important to know the different plans your job offers. Normally, the job will offer a couple of different ones, probably a higher cost one, which is a PPO plan and maybe one that doesn't cost as much out of your pocket each month, which would be a high deductible plan where you have the option to add on an HSA. And that was something that we were trying to decide last year was, OK, we've been on the PPO. Does it make sense for us to get the high deductible plan and then be able to contribute to an HSA? Right. And. We like literally ran the numbers of, well, how much do we spend when we go to the doctors? What type of appointments do we normally have? 
and we compared what was going to be our out-of-pocket costs on the PPO plan versus the HSA plan. And for us, it makes sense to stick with the PPO plan. Right. And that's because we have uh, one son who has allergies and he has a EpiPen and he's even on allergy drops right now. And then I'm also on allergy shots myself. And then our kids are young, so they get sick a lot. They mm-hmm. go to the doctor a lot. And just uh, we're getting older. So we're going to the doctor for other reasons <laughs> that we don't want to go to the doctor for. Yep. So it makes sense for us to have that PPO plan. Like we were going to be paying much more money if we would have chosen the high deductible plan. It didn't make sense for us to do that. Yeah. Now, when I was younger and I was single, I did have a high deductible plan because I was healthier and I wasn't going to the doctor as much. And so I did have an HSA that I was able to contribute to back then. Yeah. But that's not the case anymore. So let me clarify what an HSA is. So HSA stands for health savings account, and it's an account that you can contribute money into and you can use that money to pay for your medical bills. And it's a really great thing for you now to be able to save up money. But then the cool thing about an HSA is that if you don't use the funds, you can take those funds once you reach retirement age and withdraw the funds without any tax consequences. Yeah. And so that's a really cool thing about HSAs. And you can invest the money. Now, I did not contribute enough into my HSA in order to be able to invest. But if you are open to having an HSA and you have an HSA, then you should consider like seeing, can you invest that money Mm -hmm. so that it can actually make more money for you? Because that could be a really good way to save more for retirement if you have that option. Yeah. A lot of people factor those into their investment strategy, which is cool. Yeah. And that's what we were considering too, but it just doesn't make sense for us. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is an exercise that we go through every year because every year my job seems to to tweak and change certain things about our benefits package. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every year we have to really assess what is, is happening and how it's going to affect us because, uh, you know, it's it, we do have decisions to make. And, you know, like it's, it's fun to think about these things and, and to inform yourself. It's fun because you can you can maximize the potential of the, the plan you know, for your situation. Like, for example, I like to consider the fact that we could choose the high deductible health plan if we wanted to with the HSA. Yeah. And I think that it's important what you said to look at it every year. Every year. Yeah. Because it changes based on what the job is offering you. But then it also changes based on what's happening in your life. So, for instance, maybe you are pregnant or you are thinking about trying to get pregnant over the next year, you might want to be on a plan that covers more versus being on a high deductible plan where you might have to pay more out of pocket. Right. Or maybe it's the reverse. And the high deductible plan actually is a better coverage for the pregnancy that you're planning to to have. Or maybe you're planning on having some type of orthodontic surgery. Yeah. So you really just have to look and see what's going on in your life and look at the plans that are being offered and figure out what makes sense for that next year coming up. Yeah. And even even beyond that, like it may affect the doctors that you choose. If you have a, a if you already have an a, you know established relationship with a certain doctor, mm-hmm. and you want to stick with them, right? Like, oh, I've got my family doctor, and I want them to be my doctor still. You know, your company might change the plan underneath you. Or you switch jobs or something and get a new benefits package, and then you don't have that doctor in your network anymore, and then you have to pay more to visit that doctor. And that's, you know, those are like some pretty hard decisions that you're going to have to grapple with. Mm-hmm. So the health insurance is one that changes every year, but. 
I think there are other benefits that you should be aware of as well, because a lot of companies offer other benefits besides just the health one. And the health one, that's something you have to choose every year. Yeah. Uh, the other benefits you don't necessarily have to choose. But if you haven't taken a look in a while to see what your company offers, it still is a good time whenever you're choosing your health benefits each year to see what else are they offering? Because maybe they added something new this year. Yeah. I know for uh, your company right now, I think it was last year they added this mental health service Yeah. where you can meet with a, a mental health professional for 10 meetings mm -hmm. and it's fully covered. Yeah. And so that was a new thing. Um, and so I think it's important to know what are all the different benefits that could be given from your company. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some of the different benefits that, that you might want to look out for. Okay. Yeah, I could name a few that my company offers or ones that I've seen other companies offer. Mm -hmm. uh, the first one would be some kind of like gym membership. They want to, you know, want you to be healthy, right? They want you to be fit and, you know, to be able to work and have, you know. Yeah, uh, we, we actually use the, not the gym membership, but your company offers a monthly amount or a yearly amount, I guess it is, towards paying for a gym or other gym related activities yeah. like purchasing materials and so we've even used it for swim lessons yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we just we finagle that thing to make it work for us like we're not paying for the gym right now but yeah. we can pay for some swim lessons or something along that lines yeah so so there's also that you know like the there's ones that specifically offer gym memberships and then they partner with like local gyms usually right or there's ones that you know like my company they offer kind of this blanket umbrella of fitness related goods or services. And yeah, like Natasha said, sometimes we'll, we'll do swim lessons. I mean, I think some of your coworkers have even gotten like a Garmin or an Apple watch. Yeah. Using it. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, I mean, those are fitness related goods, right? <laughs> Which you would not think, but you know, that's something that you can take advantage of and yeah. maybe other companies have that as well. Yeah. So sorry. What else? What else? So the, yeah, there's the, the gym related stuff. There's sometimes education or, or learning material that, you know, they'll they'll pay for. Oh, yeah. You guys used to have LinkedIn learning. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you still have it. Uh, yeah, we actually still do. But my company also offers like a stipend for books or courses that are under a certain amount. Listen, whenever there's a stipend, go and get it. Yeah. I know as a teacher, you could get a lot of different discounts. And one of them was a discount on your cell phone through AT&T. Mm -hmm. And so I used to have AT&T and I would get a discount because I was a teacher. Yeah. And and so look and see, does your employee partner with any of these cell phone companies so that you can get a reduced bill or do they cover some of the bill? Will they reimburse you for some of the bill for your cell phone? Yeah, yeah, there's that. And there are some companies that even take that kind of to the next level and they offer a portal that will give you discounts with partners that they've made. Uh, mm -hmm. For example, like AT&T would be one in this portal, right? Mm -hmm. Apple or Microsoft or, you know, like any of these companies, like a lot of companies, right? Levi's jeans, you know, something like mm -hmm. that. They'd all be, they'd all participate in this program and you'd get, you know, a discount, like a 5% disc. I think I got my computer, my personal computer uh, through this portal from my workplace. I was just going to say that. I know that some offer discounts for like Microsoft computers or Apple computers through yeah. that type of stuff as well. 
Yeah, and I think that's where I got mine, if I remember correctly, because I did get a discount. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes they'll offer software. Sometimes it'll be other things, right? Like if you need a bicycle, you can oftentimes, I mean, like just random stuff, right? And I know sometimes it can feel like friction to go to this extra website that the company's offering. But if it's going to save you money. It's going to save you money. Yeah, you might as well. Take a look. I mean... I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to see, can I save some money by going through here? Yeah. I don't mind jumping a couple of hoops to save a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't always remember to go to this portal, but you know, when I do, it's, it's usually beneficial. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are the three that popped in my head. You know, some companies offer other things too. Like uh, you could buy, you could buy their stock at a discounted price, right? Like that's a program. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about a couple that I think are really important that people should consider having. And that's life insurance, disability insurance, and legal benefits. Mm. And a lot of times some companies will offer uh, you a, a life insurance package. Yeah. And sometimes it's free or a disability package. Right. And, or maybe it's like a dollar. Normally it's a really cheap price, but that is going to cover you. The disability insurance is going to cover you if something happens to you and you're out of work. Yeah. Like you want to still have a paycheck coming in if you get hurt in some way and you're not able to work. And, and so I think you should look and see, do you have that disability insurance? And then life insurance, it's hard sometimes to talk about death, but death happens and you it's unpredictable. Yeah. And I think life insurance is important. I mean, my brother was killed when he was 25 years old. Mm -hmm. So I know how it can happen in an instance without any warnings. And, And so life insurance is really important, especially if you have kids and you have a, or a spouse or family that you want to leave money behind to, to take care of them some, or even just to have money to cover your funeral expenses. Yeah. I think life insurance is an important thing. Yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned those too because I couldn't even think of those because they're like so far out of the common thought pattern that I have, but that's mm-hmm. true, you know, like when you are looking at your benefits package, you know, these these ones will pop in there. Yeah. And then you you sometimes have to make a choice, right? Like you have to make the choice between uh this life policy, right, versus this other one. And, you know, it, it factors in differently and, and the repercussions of your decision may affect your family, you know, like in that un, unexpected, unforeseen, undesirable case, you know, of death. Right. But you still have to plan for it. That's part of life. Right. You need to prepare and you need to be uh, make, you have to make sure that you're providing a safety net for your family as well. Mm-hmm. And I think just having some type of life insurance, having some type of disability insurance. And when it comes to disability insurance, my mom was diagnosed with cancer when she was 30 years old and she was not able to work after that. She had a lot of complications and we had Aflac insurance. I remember my dad talking about it. And so she went through a lot of cancer treatments, radiation and chemotherapy. And through that, she was able to get paid because they had this insurance that covered, I don't know exactly what it said. Maybe it was a cancer benefit insurance. I don't know. But I I know that that was something that was very helpful for us to have during that time because, you know, the bills come in once you're going to the hospital and taking all of these tests and things, the bills roll in. The money doesn't necessarily roll in because you're not working as much possibly. And and so that was really beneficial when we were little. My, mo- my mom has mentioned that cancer insurance before, too. Do you know if that was provided by your dad's uh, job? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, cool. it was through his job. Yeah. And so and that's why I mentioned it to you know for people to be aware of, like, yeah. is this an option? Because cancer is very prevalent or it's very prevalent in my family. Yeah. And 
and I would want to have some type of coverage if that were to happen. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, right? Is like, if you don't understand your benefits package, then you can't say with certainty that, oh, you know, my health insurance doesn't cover this. So like, I still need this insurance and I need to get it elsewhere, right? I need to, to seek it out outside of my workplace's mm-hmm. insurance. So, I mean, that's, that's one of the things that's, you know, that that's one of the reasons why we're always uh, in this s- cycle of, you know, every year we have to, we have to look at and see what changes have, have come. You have to review it. Um, and then the third one I mentioned was the legal benefits and the legal benefits I think are good because some companies will provide you an attorney where you can get estate planning documents done. And I know we've mentioned on here the importance of estate planning documents. You guys know my brother was killed at 25. My mom uh, died the year that Isaiah was born. And, and and it's important to have these documents in place so that people know how you want your your assets to be passed on. Yeah. And so having access to an attorney to get that done would be really a huge benefit because we have done estate turning or estate planning rather with an attorney and it cost us $3,000. And you have to go and pick somebody. You have to pick a lawyer, right? So they they'll your like when your company offers this service for you this this kind of coverage, they usually work with uh, a company or or a certain subset of individuals. So mm-hmm. like your decision is much easier. You know, yes. they vetted these people already. Yes. And and we still need to t- tell you about our <laughs> our experience doing estate planning. And, but, you know, I do think it's important to do that. And if your company offers that benefit, yeah. I would definitely try to take advantage of it. Yeah, it's definitely a great one. So lots of benefits that you should look into. Look into your health benefits, your wellness benefits, all those things and be aware of them so that you can make the best decision for you and for your family and do it every year. Mm -hmm. It's like how we do a yearly finance check in to make sure we're on track with our finances. We also should do that with the benefits that we have available to us to see how does this play into our finances or into just our, our lives in general. Yeah, definitely. And maybe let's let's talk about one last one that we haven't talked about yet. Some companies will offer an FSA, a flexible spending account, and um, that's kind of that's kind of related to the health health accounts, the health savings accounts, mm-hmm. the PPOs. Like it's all kind of related. And what it is is it's an account that you set up, and it's uh, basically tax free money that you pay for medical expenses out of. Mm-hmm. So it's you know you get a you get, usually get a debit card, and you can swipe that you know when you go to the doctor and pay your deductible. And, uh, and it's covered. So it's a really, it's a really great plan because you save on taxes for, you know, effectively all these medical and FSA related items. Like for example, you know, we, like we can go to the doctor, like I said, or we can go to our grocery store, H-E-B and buy, you know, kind of whatever, whatever we, we need band-aids, Tylenol, Tylenol, vitamins, all all those different things. Yeah. But the FSA also can be used for uh, dependent care. So there's also the dependent care FSA. So if you have to pay for child care, you can contribute to an FSA and then use those funds in order to pay for it. Yeah. The difference between the FSA and the HSA that we mentioned before. So the FSA is the flexible spending account that typically has to be used within that year. Yeah. And then the HSA, the health savings account, that one, you have access to, to that money forever once you put it in there. Yeah. And so we actually use an FSA because we do 
go to the doctors a, a lot. Um, and so that's something that we contribute to in order to to pay for our doctor's visits. Yeah. And let me, let me tell you a little quick story about our FSA as well. Natasha and I jumped on this, on the opportunity to use an FSA uh, when we started having a lot of medical things. And that was the year that uh, our first child was born. And uh, we didn't really go to the doctor much before. And we didn't really know, you know, how to calculate, oh, how much money should we put in? And so we kind of guessed, right? We guessed like $1,000 or something, whatever, whatever amount, I guess it doesn't really matter. But we were swiping the, the debit card, you know, at the doctor's office. And um, then I, I came up with this idea, like, let's pay with our credit card. And then we'll submit the the claims manually so that we can get points on our credit card and yes. get paid back. <laughs> to double up on so, that thing yeah. when you can. <laughs> yeah, so we've been doubling up and uh and getting points on our credit card. You know, usually it's like a 5% cash back or, you know, on on some something, right? And uh And then we get that tax-free advantage because yeah. we contribute, you know, pre-tax into that FSA account. Yeah, but I, I remember I remember proposing this idea to Natasha and she's like, "I'm not going to do that. That's going to be such a hassle." And uh it is, but I don't have to submit yeah. the receipts. So I, I take care of it and know? I don't mind it, you know, because it gets us the points. So you're the one jumping through the loops for this one. Yeah. I'm jumping through the loops, calling the doctor's office, trying to say, hey, get this off of our bill. Yeah. Don't send us to collections. Yeah. So, yeah, let's circle back to the first thing you said about us paying our doctor. And we're kind of in limbo. We have a, a third party that sits between our doctor's office and our health insurance, mm-hmm. and they manage it, and they, they do it for you know our medical benefits, our, our uh, vision benefits, dental, right? They, they kind of handle everything, mm-hmm. handle all the claims. And we can't figure out where the hangup is. And Natasha has called them probably about 10 times, and they've called her probably five. And she's Plus called- the text messages yeah, in it, the portal system. Yeah, and she's called the doctor probably the same amount. She's called the insurance company and tried to speak to somebody. And it's been very, very difficult. They, they set up a big wall for her to not get to not speak get to over, anyone. Yeah. Let me just tell you, health insurance is a mess. The setup of it is a mess. And dealing with this issue has shown me how horrible the setup is. And so like Damien was saying, we have our health insurance company, but we cannot talk to our health insurance company on our health insurance card. It says, call this number. The number is the middleman who sits between us and the health insurance company. And it has been such a hassle to try to get this bill taken care of. And the fact of the matter is we could easily pay this $200 bill. Yeah. But I'm like, why? It's the principle of it. Why should we pay for this bill that we don't owe? Like, you guys need to just get this off of our account. Yeah. And it's really been a hassle, but it's worth it so that I'm not shelling out money from my pocket. Yeah. And the thing is, she is doing this because she understands her benefits. So you have to do that too. understand your benefits. Don't waste your $200. I probably would have paid the bill. I didn't scrutinize it. I just see, oh, I owe some money. I'm going to go pay it. Natasha happened to get the bill first. And uh, she says, I'm not paying this. Nope. Yeah. And the last thing I'll say is the getting the detailed bill, which is a hassle as well, because we need to have a detailed bill in order to send it into our FSA. But 
normally when I go to the doctor, they're like, oh, well, we have to wait until we file it into the insurance. And so it's that's a part of the hassle as well. But, you know, you deal with however the system is set up and you work through it. The most important thing is to understand your benefits so that you can know is your doctor overcharging you. Yep. Thank you guys for tuning in today. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with a friend. Join us for the next one and let's make green together. Let's make green together. Let's make green together. Let's make green.